Hello, Steve. Uh, our noble Steve Benny has uh, ghosted us. Not the first time I've been yeah. ghosted, not the last. Uh, but he's gone into hibernation, it seems, because his fantasy football team sucks. On the topic of fantasy football, by the way, I have been drinking the last few hours, so sorry if I'm uh, come off a little pompous. But uh, wow, my team is poised to go through to the finals with a decent performance in the next week. Uh, looks like I'm going to be facing Trey for the championship. You know, every year the victor has a championship speech. And believe me, I've already started crafting mine. You know, on my toes. Not saying I'm going to win. I'm actually very nervous, very anxious about my potential here. But uh, I do want to craft a speech. And believe me, every player gets mentioned. And uh, I drove a few Go Tigers because I have Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. I begin writing my speech. That's all I'm going to say. Um, on the other hand, Steve, while we're here, Fuck Benny, of course. Uh, I've talked to about three people in the last so day, even if he is here. Yeah, just even if he was in this call, like Benny, fuck you. Um, I've talked to a few people in the past week, actually three people, math majors, scientists. Uh, can't remember the third, probably a math major and a scientist. But this is the thing. I have gripes with the metric system, okay? I see zero degrees Fahrenheit. And I know it's cold as hell. When I see zero degrees Celsius, that's like eh, decent code weather. It's 32 degrees Fahrenheit. I saw on my phone today that when I fly from Spokane to my hometown, Lacey, for Christmas, la 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 la, I saw that it was going to be minus 24 Fahrenheit. So I looked at the calculator. It said minus 32 degrees Celsius. How does that make sense? How does that make sense, Steve? And then don't get me started with Kelvin. Don't get me started with kilometers. Okay. What the fuck is a kilometer? Um, I care about yards, three feet. I care about feet. I care about marathons, 26.2 miles. Okay. How many kilometers is a marathon? You don't hear anybody talking about that. Okay. So with that being said, that's my one miles of 53 kilometers. Yeah. Nobody said I'm running a 53 K. You know what I'm saying? Nobody says that. It sounds more impressive. Let's just say that. It does sound a little more impressive. You're right. How many yards is that though? You tell me. Uh, break out the calculator. Yeah, break that out. Anyways, I've talked to three people about this. And don't get me started in military time either. Unless you're in the military, then thank you for your service. But you have uh, normies breaking out the 24-hour clock. Come on. Get over yourself. You don't got anywhere to be at 1,300. Just do three. Whatever that is. I don't even know what time it is. Come on. Have some respect for the imperial system, okay? And in fact, I wouldn't be... At like uh, 2 o'clock or... No, I have an idea. No, whatever it might be. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think we as America, we should push this on the rest of the world. We should force the rest of the world into this. And uh, we have the methodology. To be <laughs> and you know you know how we can do it, right? Threaten nukes. Yep. <laughs> starting, with no Canada, Me- starting with Canada and Mexico. Um, okay. Sorry for the long, the long intro of my complaints with the metric system. I know, I know I'm in the minority there. And uh Sorry for my ramblings about fantasy football, but my team looks nice. Ramondre Stevenson, hurt in the first quarter, I still score 131. Ryan Suckup, zero points, I still score 131. I mean, am I being too cocky? Am I going to regret what I'm saying right now, Steve? You tell me. Or do I do I have do do I look uh, like Stevenson? Didn't you, didn't you have a lead last last year going into the second? I did lead? not. I did not actually. No. 
Ty, Ty, or but, uh, we should, we did, if you do, if you do make it and Trey makes it, uh, is Trey the best fantasy football player in our league? Uh, um, I honestly think it might be Brandon. Be no, it's Brandon. Or at least since I've since since I've last joined. Since I've the last five years, you've been there for five years. Is that right? Something like that. I think it's only my. I think it's only my third or fourth year. Okay, has to be Trey. It's Trey or Brandon or Rowan. I guess I. I guess you or me are fourth then because I've been in the playoffs last two years and I've nine and ten wins back to back, which is ten wins most in the league's history. But I've. Uh, no, I'm oh, not. It's, my, it's my fourth year. I've been in the playoffs. I've been in the playoffs twice, and I haven't been in the playoffs. You and I've won one. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hope I win this because uh, it'll take a big monkey off my back because I've been wanting to win this thing so bad. Yeah. I hate. I hate. Yeah. This you can I put. You can put win. yourself over me. Once. If once I you win. win, I can. If I win this, yeah. League, if you if if you if you don't win, then it doesn't count. I'll tell you the truth. Okay. Uh, I hate 2022. Terrible year. If I win this league, it'll make all things okay. It'll make up for it. <laughs> it'll make up for it. That'll be what it is. Um, okay. Let's pick football games. Ready? We are That's starting. Good, not fantasy football. I didn't write these down, so I've gone lazy. Sorry yeah. for not being here last week. I kind of warned the people. Um, I was in Seattle looking at apartments. I think I'm moving to Seattle next year. Uh, I have our picks from the week before. I haven't added them up. So, uh, you know what? We're just going to swing it. By the way, real quick, <laughs> I wish we would have done a podcast last week because I was coming off one of the most highs of my Brady life that I've ever had. I'll tell you this. I was at Rookies, a bar in Columbia City, Seattle with Luke, my buddy Luke, one of my best friends. Uh, bless Luke and bless his girlfriend, Ellen, for letting me stay at their apartment for whenever I want, basically. I have a home away from home in Seattle. Um Anyways, we're watching the Saints Bucks game at this at this bar, and I'm quiet. I honestly try to be quiet when I'm watching football games in public because I get very you emotional. Are. I've seen it in person. Yeah, I don't try to be cel- over celebratory. I try or, or or over angry. I try to keep my composure. But when Brady threw that touchdown um, to to take the lead with like five seconds to go, I literally uh, stood up, high five Luke, and yelled out, "That's why he is the fucking goat. This is the god." And uh, this, there were Saints fans there. And honestly, one of the Saints fans talked some shit, bought me a beer. So thank you to that random Saints fan. Uh, bless your soul. And God bless Luke. Uh, by the way, that bar, Coors Light Buckets. Four beers, $13. I will do that every single time I'm in that bar. Okay? You're going to give me four silver bullets for $13? A massive overpay. But four silver bullets at a bar? But okay. cheap on the mm-hmm. Cheap on the bar scale. And in Seattle. Uh, but yes, we did not talk after that. And so the last time we saw Tom Brady, he got one of his worst losses of all time to the 49ers. So starting now, we got the 49ers versus the Seahawks Thursday night in a couple of days. The 49ers are three and a half point favorites against the Seahawks. The Seahawks look like they have fumbled their chance at the playoffs. They have reverted into the team we thought they would be. Um, I do not get this line. I Brock Purdy, I guess, is the reason it's in Seattle, which is going to be loud. Uh, division rivalry, but it's really easy to be successful if you're Brock Purdy. And until I see him really pressured or needing to be successful when, you know, the clock's against him, 
I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think they're the best team in football. That defense is amazing. We just saw um, what Gino was doing the last couple of weeks against the Panthers, especially this week. He looked awful. Uh, I love I love what Gino's done this year, but he's uh, he's been bad the last couple of weeks for sure. And so I'm going to go the 49ers to cover here pretty easily. I cannot believe it's three and a half. I I when my friend texted me this, Greg, shout out Greg. Um, I almost told him to pick me up to go to the casino, and I'm going to take up the loan for this. So I like the 49ers three and a half. It's actually my best bet of the week, I think. Um, so 49ers three and a half. Steve. Yeah, I'm going to go with the same. Actually, I think last time we talked, I was talking about how the 49ers for the best team. Not it wasn't a hot take at the time. Still isn't a hot take. No, but got a little pushback. But uh. I, I'm going to take them to do that. I haven't looked at any of the lines yet, so some of these might actually surprise me. But that that seems like a not going to not going to lock it in because this first game. But I like that one a lot. <laughs> I don't care. This in Seattle, it actually would make me more happy um, for those Seahawks fans. So you know, I tormented Russell Wilson. Now I need them to be a little tormented. But brought back to reality. If you walk around Seattle, people think the the team's going to win the Super Bowl. I hate them all. I hate all Seahawks fans. Yeah, they aren't gonna. And by the way, Russell Wilson, best game of his Broncos career, and then he went out with a concussion. That was pretty unfortunate. And uh, during that game, I, I know it's so crazy. I was like, I looked up and I was like, who who is our quarterback right now? Like I like like went away for a second, and then I was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Where's Russ? Yeah, he got fucked up, and he's probably gonna miss this game. Which God, that's unfortunate because he looked really good that game actually. Which I mean, they're playing the Cardinals, so we gotta. Wow, we're gonna talk about the game in a little bit. Jeez, I that's a poop vecta. Um, okay. Cold we have three Saturday games. We're back with Saturday football. Three Saturday games? Wonderful time of the year. Take me away, okay, with the Saturday games. Starting off, Colts Vikings in Minnesota. The Colts are four point underdogs at the Vikings. Why are the Vikings so disrespected? I mean, I get their yeah. point differential. I get their DVOA. I get all that stuff, and it's not the greatest. But we're talking about the Colts here. Um, the Colts have a terrible pass defense. I don't know who Matt Ryan is throwing to outside of Pittman. Jonathan Taylor's been bad this year. Justin Jefferson's back. T.Y. Hilton's on the Cowboys. Oh, is he? Okay. They just well, signed him today. They just signed him today. Uh I, I think Kirk Cousins should honestly be forced by the coaching staff to throw to Justin Jefferson 25 times a game. And the other remaining whatever attempts, you could do KJ Osborne, you could do Hawkinson, you could do Thielen, break it up however you want. But you are going to hone in on throwing Jefferson. Jefferson's so good. I can I cannot again, like he in that I'm gonna tell you right now, here was his stats in that game against the Cow uh, sorry, against the Lions last week that they lost. He had typical game for him, actually. He had 11 catches on 15 targets for 223 yards. <laughs> He's insane. He's insane. Yeah. He's and definitely not even arguable best receiver. Yeah. Just hone in on him. I mean, I have him on fantasy, so of course I want that. But it's like, in re- and honestly, like, it's like, I like seeing good receivers play well. And He's the yeah. The Rams won the Super throwing the Cooper Cup. So yeah, you know, just tossing to him. Yes, the Vi- if the Vikings want to win the Super Bowl, which is should be their goal, they're ten and three. Um, it's going to happen because of Justin Jefferson and that defense. And it's like you, you. 
they could be so much better than they are if they actually use Jefferson the way that, and I'm not a coach, right? But it's like, line him up in other places. Line him up in the slot. Get him open. Force him open through the routes. Line him up when teams, teams a lot of teams do not do, you know, we're going to have our best corner follow follow your best receiver. Never line up Jefferson against Gilmore in this game. When they play, when they play um, the Jets, don't let Jefferson line up against Sauce Gardner. When they play the Rams, don't put him against Ramsey, which uh, Ramsey follows. But I mean, you get my point, right? It's like when you have yeah. a corner, when you have a base defense that chooses not to follow, just line up Jefferson elsewhere and let him cook the line second. against the worst corner. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He will slice and dice even most teams' number one guy. Yeah. So why not just line him against the number three guy? It's selective making it so hard for yourself. So, I mean, I'm going to take the Vikings minus four here. I don't like the Colts, obviously. I've said that all the time. I think this is a good bet, too. I think uh, – I don't see how the Vikings lose this. They're better than the Colts. And uh, I think they're at least a touchdown better. So, this four points is weird. I don't, I don't get this. I guess it's a Saturday game, but come on. What are we doing? And the Colts are off a bye, I guess. But, yeah. Steve? Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings, too, as the Vikings truth or picking them to go to Super Bowl. Yeah, I I didn't take away from the Vikings Lions game that oh the Vikings are bad. I just took away that the Lions are good. I love that Lions offense. <laughs> that's what I took. Yeah, that's all I took away from that game. I didn't take away it's a divisional game. You never know what's gonna happen in those. Uh, I I don't care about that. And the Colts only show up against like the absolute top tier teams. So maybe they show up this game, but I don't think so. Give me the give me the five touchdown. Yep. Um. The afternoon game on Saturday is Baltimore at Cleveland. Ball or Cleveland, two and a half point favorites. Tyler Huntley looks like he's going to play this game. This line reflects that. If it's Anthony Brown, the former Oregon quarterback, I really don't know how. I mean, like, <laughs> I think the Browns are going to win. But if it's if it's uh, Huntley, I don't know if you've watched the Browns. Deshaun Watson looks awful. Like. Actually, I'm very happy about this. He looks much worse than Wilson. He looks like Davis Mills or Jeff Driscoll or Brian Hoyer at this point. He looks terrible. So I'm very happy about that. So here's our caveat on this pick. And I'm, I'll extend it to you too. If you pick the Browns, whatever. If you, It doesn't matter. But if, if Tyler Huntley plays, I'm taking the Ravens. If he doesn't, then I'll take the Browns. So it's going to be Ravens if Huntley. And if, you, if you're willing to let me do that. But if you don't want me to, I'll, t- I'll take the Browns in because I don't know if Huntley's playing. But I think that Huntley is playing. I just have watched um, Deshaun, his happy feet in the pocket. Uh, the Bengals zero blitzed him numerous times. He had wide open guys. He could not find them. It's almost like if you take, you know, two years off or two and a half years off from playing the most important position in, in all of sports, the quarterback, that uh, it kind of can affect you being ready to play especially when it's yeah. live action. And so he looks awful. Like I'm I, I I don't know how much you watch him, Steve, but it's like disaster. No, I watch highlights just that just to hate watch. Yeah, it's disastrous. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no. Um I think this is my least favorite team in sports right now. So uh, I'm not going I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to pick the Ravens. Uh no co- uh, caveat. Okay, I'll agree with you then. I won't do the caveat either. I'll be I'll be respectful to you. Um. Okay. S- Saturday night football. This is a good one. <laughs> That's what I look forward to every week. This is a good one. Dolphins at Bills. 
That's the Bills, game. yeah, that's a good game. The Bills are seven and a half point favorites. The Dolphins have lost their last two. Um, getting pretty dominated by the 49ers and the uh and the Chargers on Sunday night. The Dolphins, you know, they don't need this game, but they it's a big game because they play after this Patriots Jets and one other team. I can't remember the the, the final game, but they have three. I feel like they do need this game. They yeah. they they like to act like they're the best team in that division. Like yeah. they actually have to beat the team that people actually think is the best team. If they lose this game, they're not guaranteed in the playoffs because I'm not. I'm, my Patriots are you know very sporadic, good defense though. Same with the Jets, and the Dolphins have to come to New England. I think they have to go to New York. These are all bad weather places at this point in uh, in December. So we're gonna see what Tua really is made of and. I'm gonna say something about Tua when when we talk when we talk about the Patriots game this week, which they're playing the Raiders, because I I have a bone to pick with Belichick, which I always have a bone to pick with Belichick. But in this game, I think the Dolphins cover seven and a half. Uh, Tyreek Hill is still out of this world. They have Waddle. I think Gasek will be back here. I don't think they beat the Bills though, and I do have question marks against the, about the Bills. I'll tell you this right now, Steve. My favorite team in the AFC is. One, it's one or two. It's the Bengals, and it's the it's the Chiefs. And uh, I honestly think the Bengals are the best team in the AFC. I was doubting them early on in the season when they went zero and two, and they were my AFC Super Bowl pick. Looks like I should have been doubting my NFC Super Bowl pick. They're disgusting Buccaneers, but uh, the Bills have kind of fallen off a little bit now that they they still have a good record. But Josh Allen has reverted into his old self, which we've talked about the last few times we've done this podcast. But I think the Bills win the game. I think the Dolphins cover. What say you? Yeah, I think Dolphins cover too. I don't. The Bills blow out like super shitty teams, mm-hmm. uh, and like they do Jets. So I think the Dolphins are better than the Jets. So give me the give me the Dolphins to cover. I do think though that teams have kind of figured out the Dolphins just a little bit in terms of playing really press man and making Tua have to take an extra second to to release the ball. Because the first, you know, seven, eight weeks, it was just Tua dropping back, three-step drop, five-step five step drop, and then wide open midfield would be Hill or Waddle. And they'd be, you know, the defenses would not be playing press coverage. They'd be let, letting him free release. And in the last couple of weeks, it's been really press. And uh, the longer Tua holds the ball, the worse he is. And... That showed really highly in that uh, in that Chargers game where he started off like six for twenty or something like that. It's really bad. Yeah. So I think teams have kind of figured out Tua and this and this Dolphins offense a little bit. You still have game breakers. I mean, Tyreek Hill, any play can get behind the defense, right? It's just, it it's really incredible how good he is. I hate him, but it's incredible. So that's the only way they can win this game. I do think they cover it. I think they keep it close, especially if the weather's not good. Saturday night football. Okay, Sunday morning. We start with a big game with implications in the in the NFC South. The Falcons and the Saints. We have uh Desmond Ritter playing. The line makers do not like that. The Saints are four point favorites. Um God, that's a hard line to guess. I don't know how good Ritter will look. The Saints are pretty abysmally coached. I'm gonna go the Saints to cover because I do think that. 
a rookie quarterback making his first start against a good defense like the Saints, and the Saints do have a good defense, especially at a pass rush. It's it's going to be one or the other, right? I mean, obviously that's how we're picking lines, but it's either he's going to be, you know, he's going to be impressive and like dicing up that defense, scrambling well, finding open guys all the time, or the Saints are just going to lock him down and they're going to score, you know, seven to thirteen points, and New Orleans will put up, you know, something like. 17 to 20 points, something like that. So I'm going to take the Saints here just because uh, when it's a rookie quarterback making his debut against a good defense, I, I in good faith, can't pick that. What you say? What'd you say, Steve? Give me Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Let's see. Whoa. Let's see how legit he is. Give me the Falcons. Damn. I like, I like your moxie. <laughs> okay, moving on. This is a terrible game. We got Eagles versus the Bears. The Eagles are nine point favorites on the road. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna go Eagles. The Bears stink. The Eagles are great. I do think the Eagles in the playoffs are gonna get their face smacked up uh, after their bye by whoever they play. They might win the game. It could be the Bucks. It could be the Cowboys. It could be whomever. But you know, I think that their schedule is so easy that they've played realistically one actual good team, like one great team. And that's the Cowboys with Cooper rush. I mean, the Titans are pretty good. I guess I get, I get that, but it's like, have they played a contender? The Cowboys with Cooper rush, right? That's it. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Eagles look great. Jalen hurts is going to win the MVP. I think it should be burrow, but it's going to be hurts. Well-deserved. I mean, realistically, I'm not, I'm not mad about that, but it's like, God, there is not. This is crazy. Their schedule is insanely bad. So give me the Eagles. What's up? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles too. I, I think they can beat up on shitty teams and make it look like they're world beaters. So I think this is another gonna be another one of those games. Uh, probably just watch the highlights for this game. Yeah, this is not a game I care to watch. Next game, I do. Two of the the two most. Random good teams in football this season meet up in New York. The Lions play the Jets. This is a pick 'em. Defense versus offense. Uh, Jared Goff has been a top 10 quarterback this year. The Jets have a top 10 defense, probably a top three defense. It's a pick 'em. You know what? Let's go Lions. Oh, yeah. Let's go Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that too. I think that's records a little fraudulent. I know. I agree. And they need this game too, though. This is this is probably this is a loser leave town matchup, right? Whichever team loses this has no chance at the playoffs. So yeah. they're both on the line. Uh, I hear about the the there's anymore about the teams. It's literally just the Eagles. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Steelers Panthers. Um, it looks like it's Trubisky starting, so the Panthers are two and a half point favorites. Um, so it's Trubisky versus Darnold, great quarterback matchup there. I'm gonna pick the Steelers only because I want them to win. And not allow the Panthers to get a game on the Bucks because the Bucks are getting blown out this week. So that's a that's a very homer pick. That's a very uh uh 
pick for pick for Tom Brady. So I'm going to take the Steelers. Plus, do I believe Sam Darnold can actually win out, which is kind of what he has to do to win the division if if the Bucks lose out or, you know, win one game? I don't. I don't think anybody should. So I'm going to take the Steelers. I like Give me the Sam Darnold. The Panthers. Okay, we're grooving, we're moving through this. Um Cowboys are five point favorites against the Jaguars at at Jacksonville. Um I mean th- the last three or four games are why Trevor Lawrence is such a dynamic prospect. He has 10 picks and zero 10 picks. <laughs> he has 10 touchdowns, zero picks in his last three games, I think. He absolutely balled out against the Titans. Cowboys look terrible, terrible against the Texans. They should have lost that game, but Houston decided to play pre-even defense. You know, I think the GM was in uh, Lovey Smith's ear on the Texans sideline. Like he grabbed he grabbed the the headset from the from a coordinator whoever had it and said, "Lovey, what the fuck are you doing? We got to lose this, Lovey. Do not win this game." And so uh, that happened. And then you see Dak Prescott celebrating. He's like, what are you made out of, fellas? It's like, dude, this is against the against the uh, it's against the Texans. So I'm going to take the Jaguars to cover here. The Cowboys, you know, stinky a little bit. Good team. Stinky tendencies. You know what I'm saying? That's been the Cowboys our entire time watching the Cowboys since we've been. Yeah, alive. yeah since, since they won their last Super Bowl. Good team, sticky tendencies, especially with Garrett and with uh, McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, how much are, they, are the Cowboys? How much are they favored by? Five points. That's a lot of points. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Wow. I have no reason. I just feel like sometimes they show out, and this would be a great game for them to show out and then lose out. <laughs> then lose out. In Cowboys fashion. Okay. Couple of bad, two bad games in a row here. Chiefs Texans. Chiefs are fourteen point favorites at the Texans, who just came off uh, almost winning, like I said, against the Cowboys as a seventeen point favorite. Uh, Vegas says we like the Texans moxie. I'm going to say I like the Chiefs winning by three touchdowns here. Chiefs, uh, Chiefs will cover this. All right, we've got breaking news. Da-na-na. I know, I saw that Correa. I don't <laughs> care about that. No one cares. That's a terrible signing, by the way. Give me the cheese. Yeah, they sell Brian Crawford. Yeah, it's a bad signing. Is he? What's he gonna play second base? They're spending money to spend money, which is never a good thing. No, no. Uh, Give me the cheese as well. Just offer Judge an extra thirty million dollars. Yeah, just offer Judge an extra thirty million, and he would have gone there. Um, Chiefs again. Okay. By the way, oh my God, the Mahomes stuff just gets in my. Just makes me angry. He threw a touchdown that I could have thrown. He just literally lobbed. He that touchdown's crazy. Your flag football god. <laughs> no, not many people can do what I do. But you know what I'm saying is for real though. It's like any human being can just do that. It took no arm strength. He just made that. He made a flashy pass. He also, little known fact, he threw three picks in that game. You know, <laughs> nobody ever says that. He threw three interceptions. A couple of them were terrible, but no, they won the game. So let, let's uh let's celebrate that that one throw in the second quarter. Okay, okay. Uh, just annoying. 
Cardinals are playing the Broncos. No Kyler Murray, probably no Russell Wilson. Uh, the Broncos are three point favorites. That's insane. Uh, God, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't pick these games. Um, the over under is 36 and a half. So, well, it's Brett Ripian, Repian, Ripian, Brett Ripian, Brett Ripian versus Cole McCoy. Oh, that's what I look forward to. Nobody asked for this. Um, Jesus. A terrible game. Um, this should have been a Saturday game. Yeah, this should have been. No, this should be like a tonight. They should have just played the Cardinals back to back on days. Just say, hey, you're playing the Broncos tomorrow. Get this game over with. I'm gonna take the Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's no reason to, but I, I can't. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I'd take the Broncos. You can't be much worse than Wilson's been this year. <laughs> and the defense is good. I'll take the Broncos. You can definitely do better. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not that impossible. Bring Drew to lock back. Ripping QB one. Yeah, give me the breakfast. I'm not picking against it. Okay. Simple, simple says. Okay, moving on. We got my Patriots locked into the seven seed right now in the uh, in the AFC playoffs. You know, I really like what Mac Jones has been doing lately. He has been yelling at Patricia every single moment that he can. Did you watch that? Did you watch that game yesterday? He yelled, they took a timeout early in the third quarter and they zoom in on Mac Jones's face and he yells out the loudest fuck that I've ever heard a player yell out because Matt Patricia didn't get the playing quick enough. And then on the sideline, they show him and it's just Mac Jones like yelling at Matt Patricia. I love it. I love it. Keep that up. He should just like, when they go in the huddle, just run the Mac special every time. He clearly fucking hates Patricia, and I do too. And I'm going to tell you this. I was talking to some friends about this. Did you know? I, I Again, I'm a Mac Jones believer. I'm, I'm a defender, so I am biased here a little bit. But the thing is, Mac Jones in the last decade was probably the third best, the second best or third best quarterback in college football history, uh, this modern history. Top five season ever. Um, the year after Joe Burrow had a top three season ever where Joe Burrow was throwing to, and we debated this on the podcast, who was better, Joe Burrow or Cam Newton. You can also throw in Mac Jones the year after Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow threw to Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and had Clyde Edwards-Alaire, had a great offensive line, a good defense there, and he was amazing. Mac Jones was throwing to Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle and Henry Ruggs, had a good offensive line, had good running backs, defense was great. They were amazing. Those, those are the two best college football teams of the last of since that USC team and that Miami team in the early 2000s, those two teams, those uh, that that 2021 or that 2020 Bama team and the 2019 LSU team. So, what's the difference? And then you also have Tua that was there the, the year before. So, Tua and Burrow come into the league, and now look who they're surrounded by with Burrow, you have. You have Jamar Chase, a top five receiver, T. Higgins, probably the best number two in football, and Tyler Boyd and Hayden Hurst and Joe Mixon. And you invest in that entire offensive line to make, and they're not being great, but you invested in that. With Tua, he looked pretty shitty. You get him Jalen Waddle, you get him Tyreek Hill. You invest in that offensive line, you bring in a new play caller, an offensive mind. Look how look how Tua looks. With the Patriots. You have Mac Jones has a good rookie season, makes the playoffs, and you don't invest anything in that offense. 
and you hire Matt Patricia, defensive coach, to call plays. And now their receivers are Jacoby Myers, who was out last week, Kendrick Bourne, who's fine, not good, Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker, and then I'm not going to disparage, but like Hunter Henry's fine, and then uh, and then Johnny Smith, who who has totally lost his pass catching ability. Their best player is Ramondre Stevenson, who is great. Their offensive line is pretty banged up and not that great. And it's like, you know, a lot of people hate Mac Jones. And sorry for this long ramble here, but Mac Jones has got the least help of any player or any quarterback in the league outside of maybe Justin Fields, maybe. But the scheme's so bad and Patricia's so bad. And it's like, we're not giving him a fair shake, in my opinion. And a lot of people think Tom Brady might come back to the Patriots. And this is a story that came out. I think, I don't think we talked about this. If I'm Tom Brady... I'm leaving the Bucks because the only person worse than Patricia is Byron Leftwich, and I'm hightailing my way over to San Francisco. Okay, why would he come back to the Patriots? I just I just laid out exactly why Mac Jones isn't being successful. Why would he come back to that offense? You know, unless yeah, Tom Brady's not going to do yeah. much better there. Yeah, I mean Tom Brady's amazing. Tom Brady's still really good, and a lot of people are being idiots about how they're talking about him. But it's like you aren't going to be successful if you don't have decent players around you. And you, you see Tua stunk. Okay. Tua was a terrible quarterback. They bring in Tyreek. He was terrible, right? They wanted to move on. They offered yeah. a lot for Deshaun Watson. Okay. They wanted out of Tua. They did not want him anymore. He's been really good this season because they brought in Tyreek Hill. That's really the only thing. He's been a game changer and a new coach with a new offensive scheme. Joe Burrow was terrible. His rookie season towards ACL. That was unfortunate. And they got Jamar Chase. That offense is cooking because they have a good scheme and good players. I'm just saying, the Mac Jones hate is over the top. Mac Jones is good. And his stats look terrible, and I'm fine with that. But it's like, I wish people weren't such idiots and such like, they're they're just looking at the stats. They're not actually paying attention to what the game is and who the players are on the field. By the way, the Slaker-Celtics game is good. Celtics, by the way, wow. Um, so, okay, sorry. That's my long ramble on this podcast. I really like Mac Jones. I really think he's a good quarterback. Um, I think Patricia has just, I've said this many times, Patricia has just failed him. And I cannot believe he's calling plays. I cannot believe that. And I don't understand what Belichick's doing. But okay, the Patriots are plus one and a half here, or minus one and a half on the road against the Raiders. The Raiders are not good. They just, they lost the worst game I think I've seen a team lose this year by letting Baker March down them. Uh, Baker basically did a Tom Brady. He scored twice with three minutes to go, including a 98-yard drive with one minute and 40 seconds to go. Uh, no timeouts. By the way, shout out Baker for that. Right? That's amazing. I don't see how the Raiders yeah. beat the Patriots. They're just, they give games away, right? So you're saying the Patriots are one-and-a-half-point favorites here. I really wouldn't care if the Raiders have like a 13-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Like nothing... They don't, they don't scare me when that... And by the way, Belichick will want to kill Josh McDaniels here. So, give me the Pats. Patriots also have to win. Like, they cannot lose the game. They're they're in the same boat as, as the Jets. So, they can lose a game, but they need to win probably... They probably need to get two out of the last four. And this is their most winnable game left on their schedule. Unless, I, unless I'm forgetting one. So, they need this one. Um, I got the Patriots. And Mac Jones, please yeah, keep screaming. The fucking, yeah, keep screaming at McDaniel. Yeah. Sorry, Steve, what are you saying? Or um, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, just killed Patricia. Yeah, I I like the Pats too in this game. Um, 
the Pats offense has been stinky, not very fun to watch, but I don't trust. I, I don't understand how the Raiders always had a different head coach and somehow the problem persists of just throwing games away in the most embarrassing fashion that they could possibly do. So give me the Pats. They're actually playing for something. I, I don't think the Raiders are officially eliminated, but they might as well be. They're close. Um, They're close. Okay. Yeah, they're mathematically eliminated, but they... <laughs> they're not mathematically, but it's close. We have tight, four more games. Titans and Chargers. Chargers three-point favorites. The uh, Chargers... I mean, Herbert, right? Again, ultra-talented. Coaches have kind of failing him, but... At least he's surrounded with talent. And if Mike Williams isn't chronically pained in the ankle and Keenan Allen's able to play, you know, you got something there. So you have three point three point favorite here in the Chargers. The Titans look so bad against the Jacksonville. I don't understand that. That's such an odd game. The Chargers are now in a race for the for the lat, for the seventh seed against the Patriots and against the Jets, I think, are in there. Chargers have to keep winning. So, I mean, like, I'm going to pick these teams that need to see, still keep winning, um, especially when they're playing a team they don't need to, that doesn't need to win, right? The Titans really don't need to win. They're two up in that division, I think. Uh, the only probably lose have... every game and win, win their division. Yeah, probably because Jacksonville has to win out, right? That's really what it is. And they play, they play Jacksonville week 18. Yeah. So it's like, even if they lose, I don't play Jacksonville. They can still win if they if they win that game. So I'm gonna do the Chargers here. Herbert made such a good throw last week, cross body, cross the field, insane. Yeah, if that's Patrick Mahomes, I'd still be hearing about it. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, give me. What's the line again? Three points. Yeah, give me those three points. I don't want underdog here. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. Chargers. Chargers. Um. Yeah. Just, oh my god. This is a game I don't even want to pick. I'm disgusted. We got the Bengals at the Bucks. What's the line picking? What do you think the line is? Uh, in Tampa, five and a half, three and a half, five and a half for the Bengals. It's three and a half Bengals. Uh, uh, that's that's the Brady tax right there. That's the Brady's. Is this any other quarterback that was like in this team? It'd be five and a half. Ah, uh, here's the thing. I really hate Todd Bowles. I really hate Byron Leftwich. I mean, I I picked the Bucks literally, literally every single game since Brady has joined them. And for that reason, I'll pick them again. I'm gonna give this game up. I mean, this is this is the classic, this is the classic Brady game because nobody's picking them. Nobody thinks they're gonna cover this. This line's weird. It should be higher. And the thing is, this is a game where Brady actually balls out. But I don't actually believe that. Just saying that I think it should happen. It's not gonna. Uh, wow, the Lakers just took the lead on Boston. That's like a twenty to zero run. Oh, that's... sorry. Jesus, 
I came, I was like, let's do this podcast. Boston was up 20 points going to the halftime. They're now down four. Okay. Going to be a good fourth quarter. We got to hurry this up. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. I have it on good, good faith from what I've read and stuff like that. Brady is going to play quarterback next year. He's now retiring. It will not be for Tampa. And why should it be? I mean, Jesus Christ, what a terrible coaching staff. I cannot believe how bad this team is. And when they lose that game, and by the way, Donovan Smith, like, I don't know, Donovan Smith getting penalized on all those holds on touchdowns. You know, Donovan Smith has three more holding penalties than any other offensive lineman in football. He has three touchdowns negated because of his holds. That's more than any other offensive lineman in football by quite a bit. Um, The next closest offensive lineman in holds is three. So he has as many negated touchdowns because of his holds than any other offensive lineman has holds just flat out. It's insane. Just in general. <laughs> he's so bad. That's actually insane. It's, he's so bad. And the one that they called the, the, uh, on Sunday in the 49ers game was pretty ticky-tacky. And, you know, it wouldn't have changed the outcome, I don't think. But, like, a big difference from being down or being tied 7-7 and going down 14-0 Big difference, and then they called a P. I don't know. I don't want to blame refs on everything, but the refs called that game terribly. It wouldn't have changed it, I don't think, again. But, like, I don't know. Here's one where this is where I hope we get an actual shootout, and I hope we get Tom Brady playing good, Joe Burrow playing good, because I think Joe Burrow is the future of the league. I think he's going to win multiple Super Bowls. I think he's going to be an MVP multiple times over. Um. Let's have a fucking good matchup here. Let's have a fun game, you know? Can we have a fun game here? That's what I want. I want a fun game. So I'm going to take the Bucks to cover here. Really not much uh, confidence, but if they can, good for them. Let's go. Take the Bengals. No, I think I think everyone... <laughs> I think everyone wants that, right? Like, this would be a good... This should be a good matchup. Like... Future great quarterback. I mean, actually, Joe Burrow's a very great quarterback. He went to a Super Bowl. So he's been the best quarterback in football for the take... last four weeks, I think. Yeah, I was I was looking at that's because I go on rant about how I swear some people like actually don't watch any of these games and just look at touchdowns and interceptions and QBR and then like just formulate their opinion on quarterbacks. I'm, I'm bewildered by that. No, uh, so I'm going to go take the Bengals. Uh, I think this will be a close game, but did you say it's three and a half or three? It's three and a half. Okay, I'll, I'll still take that. I hate the little half point there, but I'll, get, I'll take the three and a half. You're going Bengals? Yeah, going to Bengals. Okay. Two more games. These will be quick. Sunday Night Football, Giants, Commanders. Commanders, four and a half point favorites. Uh, okay. Flex it. What's up? I said flex it. Flex get this game out of Sunday Night Football. I don't know why this is Sunday night. Uh, they tied last time they played recently. Here's the thing. Saquon's hurt. Might be playing, but he's hurt. Um, The Commanders actually have... I think I think the commanders are better. So I'm gonna take the commanders cover. And um where's this one at? Is that this is at is home in away for Washington, DC, my friend. Okay. Hey, Tatum, Jesus. 
I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take the home dogs then. Giants. Giants? <laughs> no, give me, give me the, give me the Comrades. Comrades are yours. Okay, last game, and then one thing, and then we're done. Uh, Rams at Packers. Packers are seven point favorites. This makes no sense. Did anybody just watch what Baker Mayfield did without ever practicing with the team? Give me the Rams to cover. That's it. Baker, by the way, good on ya. Good on ya. Huh? Good on ya, Baker. Huh? Do you think uh, that was actually insane? I wasn't watching that game because it was like over and I went to the gym. Yeah. And then I came home. And just saw like a bunch of tweets on Twitter that said, "Wow, I can't believe that happened." And I looked and then watched the highlights. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm kind of pissed I didn't watch this thing <laughs> entirely through. So, uh, give me Baker. Give me a, see what he did with getting off the plane. Give him three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. So, final thing on the wow, Russell Westbrook. Jesus Christ, the Lakers. God, they're on a twenty-six-four run. That's insane. This is for real. Um, okay, last thing here. Travel, Marcus Smart, you dumbass. Okay, we got the World Cup semifinal round two tomorrow. It's Morocco versus France. I think we both think Morocco is going to lose to France. Um, you know, you could put $4,500 on France to get through and win $1,000 if you wanted to. Or four hundred and fifty dollars went a hundred. I don't know why he spoke in the thousands there. Um, Talk about big money here. That's that's a little more than I have. I don't know why I just did that. You know, you could put four hundred thousand dollars on France to get through and get a hundred grand back <laughs> if you if you really want to. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you're poor. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, yeah. If you're liquid like that. Oh my God, Boston's gonna get blown out now. I cannot believe what I'm witnessing. Never Fuck. Um. So you could do that, or you could bet on Morocco. You could put four hundred thousand on Morocco to get through, and you can win a, you know, like one point six million. <laughs> uh, we both think France is going to get through. So the the question is going to be Argentina or France. What's your what's your actual outlook for that final if that happens? Uh, for both France for throwers. What'd you say? Sorry, you cut out a little. I think I'm gonna take. Oh, I said we're both France true for the truthers, so oh, yeah. um, I think France will win. I, I, I think too. we both like France a lot, <laughs> so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, France give me is... give me France all the way. Yeah, I think France is gonna get through and win it all, which is crazy because France is actually playing really injured. They don't have Pogba. They don't have uh, Kamavinga. Most of their midfield. Yeah, they don't have Conte. They don't have um, Benzema. So it's like they're playing yeah. about four or five. Yeah, Lucas. And, and Benzema's Lucas. been really good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Benzema's so, been like out of this world last year and a half. So reigning player like, of the year. That's actually a big loss. And, but Ballon d'Or winner. Olivia, Olivia Giroud has actually been like really good. I know he's just a, a poach. He's like an absolute poach merchant, but he's doing a really good job at it. Yeah, it's absurd. So, you know, it'd be crazy if Mbappe has. Uh, no, Mbappe has two world world cups. Yeah, Giroud Giroud is the all time France leading scorer. Um, Mbappe will break that. Mbappe has already had nine World Cup goals, uh, which is 
one or two less than Messi, more than Ronaldo. He might break the all-time record. Yeah, the record. All-time yeah. record sixteen by uh, close. Because how old is he? He's twenty-two. He's twenty-three. He's twenty-three. Okay. He but oh, he's about to turn twenty-four in seven days. Yeah. Happy okay. early birthday, Mbappe. So he has twenty-eighth World Cup, thirty-two World Cup, and thirty-six. If he's if he's healthy, right? So that's three more World Cups. Yeah, you need basically five more goals yes. to break the record. Six, six, six or seven more goals to break the record. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of uh, even Messi's getting late goals. He'll just be like, he'll just do pens and stuff and be like, Jerusalem. yeah. Messi's World Cup's a little overrated. Yeah, Talked about just... this before the podcast. His his World Cup performance is a little overrated. He's great. I like. I'm not going to disrespect yeah. Messi, but it's like it's a lot of penalties. That's really what it is. They've got more penalties than any team ever. By the way, did you know that? Argentina. Yeah. Seriously. More than ever. I, yeah, none of them. Yeah. I I also hate I like the idea of VAR, but some of those like offsides or it's a shoulder was two inches in front. Like those that's that's the shit we're gonna see in baseball in like five years where it's just fucking like that was a strike because it slightly touched the black. Like shit like that in like five years. That's gonna piss me off. No, it's insane. I agree. Um, yeah, we both think France is gonna do it. God. I actually don't think Twitter will survive if uh if Messi wins a World Cup. It's already dying, actually. Why yeah. would it's gonna die regardless? It might get a quicker death if Messi wins that. It's a shame <sighs> we didn't get to see some good matchups. I mean, like that that's the thing. Those quarterfinals were so good the first day, Brazil and Croatia and then Netherlands, Argentina. But the truth is Brazil, Argentina would have been great. The truth is France, Portugal would have been great without even seeing Morocco or France. But it's like, it sucks that it sucks that some, I mean, I, I like Germany, right? Germany sucked. So it's like Germany wasn't going to go anywhere, but it's like, if they get out of the group, you never know to have them not even be out of the group to play who Japan play first round. It was a good team. Like you, you, you just think like there's a lot of potential matchups that did not happen, and so this World Cup was has been okay. It's, it's been like the group stage is always fun, but these knockout rounds have sucked. Besides that first quarterfinal day, so I mean like, I hope we have good matches coming up, especially the final if it is France Argentina. But I think France is uh, is the only team that was going to beat France on their side to me was going to be England. I thought Portugal might have stood a chance, but it's like. Now the other side, it was always going to be Argentina or Brazil. So it's going to be yeah. fun. But uh, okay, let's see what happens. If Messi wins this World Cup, you know, probably undisputed by a lot of people, best player of all time. If he loses, he's not in my top 10. <laughs> Those are the stakes, Messi. Go Do get it, Lionel. Go get it, Lionel. Okay, Steve, that was a good podcast. We'll be potting next week. Uh we should be good to go the rest of the year. So the next, uh, I think there's six weeks of football left overall. So let's uh, let's get prepared. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. Okay, Steve, have a good rest of your night. I'll see you next week in person too, by the way. Lazy. Yep. Peace out, Steve.